When I lived in Lubbock, Texas, I played bridge at the local duplicate bridge center for a while. Almost everyone at the bridge center went to some church. And you would meet them often, and they would quickly identify, I'm Baptist, I'm Methodist, I'm Church of Christ, I'm Catholic. People think they are witnessing to God when they do this, but really what the Apostle Paul says they're doing is they are bringing division to the body of Christ and showing themselves to be carnal. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 1 through 4, Paul says, And I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual, but as unto carnal, even as unto babes in Christ. I have fed you with milk, and not with meat, for hitherto ye were not able to bear it, neither yet now are ye able, for ye are yet carnal. For whereas there is among you envying and strife and divisions, are ye not carnal? And walk as a men, for while one saith, I am of a Paul, and another, I am of Apollos, are ye not carnal? They were going around speaking of the minister by whom they believed in Christ. Not of Christ, not of God, not of the Holy Spirit, but of Paul and Apollos. That's exactly the same thing they do when they say they're Baptist, Methodist, Catholic. They're not speaking of God. They are speaking of divisions in the church. And Paul said he couldn't even speak to them as mature Christians, but as carnal. And they weren't able to take meat of the Word of God. And they sometimes are 90 years old. There's one woman who was proudly in Church of Christ for all her life. And she quickly told anyone she met that she attended Church of Christ. And she would have had no idea that Paul would have judged her carnal, immature. She would have thought she was one of the mature people in Christ. It will come as a very big shock to her when she finds at the judgment seat of Christ what she has done. But when you stop and think about it, you're dividing the body of Christ when you say, I'm Baptist, I'm Methodist. It brings division. The minute you say that, you bring a sword dividing the body of Christ. In Ephesians chapter 4, we read verse 3, Endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. There is one body, one Spirit, even as ye are called in one hope of your calling. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, 
one God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in you all. We met a Messianic Jew a couple of years ago. We met her by phone. She was interested in renting the house I had in Texas, and she herself was a realtor. Pam talked to her, and this woman revealed that she was a divorced woman and was interested in this man and hoped to marry him. Pam gave her the scriptures showing her that if she married this man, she would commit adultery. This Messianic Jew said, Oh, we don't go by the Bible. We have our own doctrine. I was just shocked when I heard it. There is only one doctrine, and that is the New Testament Bible. If you are a Christian, this is to be your doctrine, the New Testament Bible. So, As Paul says, there's one body, one spirit, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all. I will also say there is one doctrine for every Christian. If you call yourself a Christian, you go by the doctrine in the New Testament Bible, for that is what will judge you at the judgment seat of Christ for all eternity? For we must all appear, Paul says, before the judgment seat of Christ that we may receive for what we have done in our body on this earth, whether it be good or bad. Paul says, knowing the terror of the Lord, we persuade men. That's 2 Corinthians chapter 5. So to keep from dividing the body of Christ, what should we say if we have to identify ourselves? We simply say, I'm a Christian. Shortly after I was born again in 1975, a man filed a lawsuit against me and several other dealers of American Indian Arts. He charged us with conspiring to keep him out of Dallas from doing business in Dallas. I had never heard of the man. It was a ridiculous charge. I had trouble taking it seriously. Then I realized that you don't have to have a valid charge in order to file a lawsuit against someone. But that person is liable for the charge if they don't defend themselves. So when I realized that, I hired a lawyer, and he worked up whatever kind of papers he needed to work up to defend me. But the problem was, every month I was getting a bill from the lawyer, and it was eating up all the profit to my small business that I had at the time. I was reading the Bible and I saw a scripture. Isaiah 54 verse 17. 
No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. As soon as I saw that scripture, I began thinking about that lawsuit. It was definitely a weapon formed against me. And the Bible says, no weapon that's formed against me will prosper. And it said that this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. And the righteousness is of God, saith the Lord. Well, I'm now a Christian, so this promise of God has to apply to me, was the way I reasoned. And if no weapon that's formed against me will prosper, why am I hiring these attorneys to defend me when it cannot prosper? So I called my lawyer and I told him that I am now a Christian and the Bible says that no weapon formed against me will prosper. Therefore, I have decided to dismiss the law firm from representing me and to go to court without any human legal counsel. The lawyer said, Oh, Joan, you don't know how evil these courts are. You can't do this. And I said, Well, this is what the Bible says. And either the Bible is a history book about God or the Bible has real power. And if it's just a history book telling about God, I don't want anything to do with it. But if it has the power of God to help me, I want to stay with it. Therefore, I'm, this is what I'm going to do is, as of this moment, I'm releasing you from my case and I will plan to go to court without any human legal counsel. He had told me this. He had said, it'll, it'll, we're just willing to work with you. It'll only take about $10,000 more to defend your case. And I screamed out, $10,000 more? That's going to put me in debt. God has shown me from the minute I was born again to get out of debt and stay out of debt. If I kept going the way I was going, I was going to end up back in debt. About a week later, that lawyer came back to see me, the week after I had dismissed him. And he said, we have decided at the law firm to represent you without any further cost to you. I was shocked. It was going to be $10,000 more one week, and then now it's going to be free? What's going on here? I didn't hear him mention God in this offer. So I just simply said to him, I'm going to have to get back with you on this one. I turned to God and I said, what do you want me to do? I was reminded of something that Abraham said. Genesis 14. They had had a battle and Abraham went out and freed the people and the king of Sodom said to Abraham, Give me the persons and take the goods to thyself. 
And Abram said to the king of Sodom, I have lifted up mine hand unto the Lord, the Most High God, the possessor of heaven and earth, that I will not take from a thread even to a shoe latchet, and that I will not take anything that is thine, lest thou should say, I have made Abram rich. I knew God was telling me, turn down this free legal service. And that is what I did. And I planned to go to court without any human legal counsel. One day, I received a phone call, and it was the lawyer of the man who was suing me. And he said, since you don't have a lawyer, I want to tell you directly that Mr. Settles has dropped all charges in the lawsuit case, so you are now clear. And I said, well, did he drop all the charges just against me or everybody? The lawyer said he dropped all the charges against everyone. He cut everyone loose. I found that very interesting because I know when we belong to God, I know that we are a blessing to everyone. This lawyer said, we tried to get him not to sue you. There was no grounds to sue you. But he was like a madman. He would not listen to us. See, I didn't have to tell him what church I attended. The lawyer, that's not a witness to God. That divides the body of Christ. If he's a Methodist and I'm a Baptist and I tell him I'm a Baptist, what does that avail anything? That just gives him reason to put me in a little slot and identify me as this type of Christian. When we're all one type of Christian, following God, following the Spirit of God, following the Bible, belonging to Jesus, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father over all, and one doctrine. So if you have been identifying yourself to people by the name of your church that you're attending, you are doing harm, not good. What you are actually doing is dividing the body of Christ instead of uniting the body of Christ. And you can't be fed with meat, but only with milk as a little baby. Please seriously consider this message and what you are doing and what you are going to do in the future. Just tell what God has done in your life. Give the glory to God rather than your church. Those are humans. All praise and all glory should be given to God for what he has done for us in causing us to be born again of the Spirit of God and changed. Therefore, we tell what God has done. And if we have to tell anything at all, why can't you just say, I am now a Christian? 
That's all that's needed. And then you speak of God and what he has shown you and what he has said to you. Thank you for allowing me to share this with you today.